Shadow Cast, the podcast talking about all the things hidden in the shadows. I am Devonair, aka the Living Shadow, here to um, talk to you about some things that I've had to unlearn. Talk about some things that may make people feel a little uncomfortable. Talk about some things that the world kind of needs to see a different perspective on. So, after this ad, we're going to just go around into it. Thank you for clicking. Hello, 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 everybody. How you doing? How you feeling? How you getting? How you living? So, um, this episode is going to be different, I think, um, in, in that it's a history lesson, more so than anything else. Um, I talked about generational spirituality in one of my previous episodes, so... If you would like to understand where I'm coming from with this, you can go check that out. This is kind of like a part two to that or a little bit more in-depth based off of that earlier basis of that um, um, podcast episode. So, um, we're going to get this going here. I got my sage already lit. Uh, Now it's time for me to get lit. Okay, so, I talked in that last, um, in that generational spirituality episode, I talked about Leo Pluto. That's like the baby boomer generation. And how they changed a lot of stuff. Now, Leo is a fixed sign for those who are not into astrology. Um, you're going to get an astrology lesson today and a history lesson today, basically. So, strap your, strap on in, okay? Um, Leo Pluto people. Leo is a fixed sign. Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, and Scorpio are all the fixed signs. That means these are, um, these signs, these constellations, people who have these types of placements, wherever that placement lies, it's very hard for them to change, um, something about themselves. They, they don't do well with change. They're very, very fixated on one particular, or not necessarily one particular thing, but, like, they're very fixated in a way. Like, it's hard for them to go through a change or to deal with something. Um, Scorpio is kind of the outlier as as usual because Scorpio literally is supposed to be the sign of change. So, it's like they're the sign that constantly keeps changing, as opposed to the other ones who like find it hard to change. They're the sign that constantly is supposed to keep changing. Like they're literally the it, it's when you tell you look up the stuff, it's like uh, and then to be a Scorpio, I have to say before we get too deep in this, to be a Scorpio is like I love it, but it's like really like what the fuck. Because, like, it's like a walking contradiction almost every single time you look at something with Scorpio. I mean, literally, a scorpion is in, like, the freaking desert, and we're a water sign. Like, that's that's a symbol for a Scorpio. It's a scorpion, usually. That's the main symbol people know about. They're usually found in the desert. They're dry areas, and we're water signs. Let's just tell you right there how... how Com- co- complex and and confusing that uh, dealing with a, a Scorpio can be. So if y'all ever find me complex and confusing, th- there you go. You, you didn't find out why. Shout out to Scorpio. So we're going to go into this history lesson real fast. Piggybacking off of that, I talked about how that's a baby boomer generation. They're slow to change. 
Um, that's just their generation. The next time we had a fixed sign was my generation, the Scorpio generation. Um, we're coming up on the age of Aquarius, which would be when Pluto e e enters Aquarius, which would be the next fixed sign generation. And if you were alive for the Taurus um, generation, holy hell, you must be some sort of wizard because that was back in the 1800s. So, <laughs> I don't even bring that up because that's like, I mean, if you are alive 200 years later, hats off to you. Please tell me what in the world is going on. What, what are you doing? You, you have been around for uh, over 100 something years. Yeah, over at least, you've been at least 130 something years old. No, no 140 something years old, actually, as I'm looking down at this. Um, so... If you live to 150, let me know. But um, with this history lesson, I wanted to go back because I, I I don't believe that there is population control in the sense that people are trying to tell people what to do, but in the sense of that circumstances and environments change to create environments where um there's less and less people are welcome. So, over the years, I've looked and seen what happens. So, the um, this, uh, basically, the generation before the baby boomers, well, excuse me, before the, um, well, yeah, before the baby boomers, um, before the, well, excuse me, two generations before the baby boomers, as, as far as people count it, one, uh, one sign over, so basically the cancer, um, when people when cancer when Pluto was in Cancer, is the is the time frame in which I'm talking about from a spiritual perspective. So, we had very few births during that time, as opposed to the baby boomers, which is like the big boom. They had a whole bunch of kids, and the, the Earth got like severely populated, you know, um, of people. And I, I, uh, the thing I'm trying to say is that w when those people came, as I, what I spoke about in the last uh, generational spirituality, when all these babies got born, when all these people were born during this Leo generation, and they were, um, you know, I, I tend to call it that baby boomers, Leo generation. Um, they changed a lot of things, and they did things a lot, you know, in, in a particular type of way. That is what a lot of us, if you read lots of blogs and things like that, most people who were younger say that the baby boomers just ruined, um, the, the ruined it for everybody else because they came along and they didn't, they don't pass things, they don't enact things. They're not, they, they're literally doing their hardest to make sure that the younger generations suffer the most. For why, I don't know. But they literally are doing this, so. It's rough because being in this generation that comes after them, you know, you see a whole bunch of different things. Um, I'm going to talk about a lot about American history because I grew up in America. Um, so if you are not from America, you may or may not understand this or, or maybe you want to hear where we're coming from. I don't know. But this is probably going to be um, a spiritual history lesson. I don't know how many, you know, how many of those are out there, but. If we talk about World War One, that was about 1917 to 1918. That's when that happened. Um, the First World War, it was not, you know, I, I, people had wars. It, it, it was not a happy time in the universe, basically. 
you know, there's lots of shit and calamity going on, lots of people dying, getting hurt, um, things like that, right? A lot of people who have a lot of sorrows and pains. I'm sure people who have lost their family members um, in the in these wars and things like that, right? So, not too long after that, um, aftermath or people dealing with that was prohibition in the 20s, um, which led to a lot of people getting um, moonshine. They used to drink that old moonshine back in the day because they couldn't drink like legal drinks. So they had moonshine, the speakeasies, all that kind of stuff, just to get you know to soothe themselves. I, you know, it may not be all may not be because of the war, but or casualties of the war. But I'm assuming that a lot of the casualties of the war would lead some people to drink, especially back in that time when they didn't have technology or anything else like that to really like um, comfort them or soothe them in any kind of way. They really just had each other and letters. And if they stopped getting letters from the person that they were dealing with, then they could have, you know, they like assume this person was gone, so they, you know, started drinking and things like that, right? After that generation was the greatest generation, that's what they're called. Uh, when I looked up the generations, um, so it's like the greatest. There's another one, and then there's baby boomers, and then another one, and then like millennials. I I looked up the ones I needed, so but that was from. Well, that's pretty much been born between, but before 1928. Now, for those who care about trivia about me personally, my granny was born before then, so I was raised with somebody who was from that generation. And uh, you know, um, also for trivia here in American history, Joe Biden was actually born during that generation. He is our oldest president in existence. He is the oldest president that we have had in the United States ever at 78. Joe Biden. So. Just for, you know, American history, y'all get to know, we are dealing with the oldest president we've ever had. I, I don't know for good or for bad, however you want to take that, that's on you. But we are literally dealing with the oldest president that we've had who was born in that generation. Now, that tells us that he lives through a lot of stuff. He was literally born during World War II, which is from 1941 through 1945. Um, that greatest generation... Oh, excuse me. He was not born during the greatest generation. I'm sorry. He was born uh, after the greatest generation uh, before, like right before the baby boomers in, in that middle one. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was my mistake. Um, and that's why I have my notes here to remember. Because, <laughs> um, but during that greatest generation, there was about one million births, right? One million births, one million new people entered the earth. Now, how many of those people lived for how long they lived? is whatever, but there's only about 1 million births during that generation. Um, again, uh, World War II, 1941 through 1945, uh, that little time segment is also, ooh, excuse me, um, Joe Biden's birth and a whole bunch of other people's births. Um, after that war, after World War II, people came back home. It was said that the people come back home, they came back to their families, blah, 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 and they just had a whole bunch of kids, a whole bunch of kids, a whole bunch of kids. Now, mind you, I said the greatest generation, the ones before, born before 1928, had about 1 million births. These baby boomer generation, the big boom, over 70 million births. This is why we have all these people here. 70 million were born during that generation. Between 1946 and 1964. Okay. So that's a lot more people than a million that was a couple generations ago, you know. And we people talking about they always had a whole bunch of kids. This, you know, 
don't know what in the world, but 70 million births, y'all. All, all the kids, so. Now, um, I want to point out that the baby boomer generation is Leo, and near the tail end of it would be Virgo Pluto. So, not all of these baby boomers are um, Leo generation people. Some of them are Virgo Pluto people um, through, through like the last maybe 10 years. No, let's see. The last eight years of it. The last eight years of the baby boomer, baby boom, whatever, where Virgo Pluto people, not Leo Pluto people. So, if you want that distinction, if you know somebody who was born around that time, or if you know somebody, you know, and you want to like see the difference between um, what those, what that kind of um, enacts, then you know that's for your own liking. I don't, you know, I, I don't know who you you know who you don't know, but um, Leo is a very self-serving sign. It's it's uh, you know it's putting yourself first. For good or for bad, for a lot of different ways, that's that's really kind of what Leo is. So that's what these people have done. They put themselves first. Even if you look today, you know, people they're like, they're that's a lot of them are in Congress are around this time. Uh, they were born around this time, and not too much after that. Or the, these are a lot of the people who are in Congress right now. That's the people who are running our country, um, who are older. And these, are the, especially the vocal ones, the ones who get on the TV and who get on the cameras and tell us what they're doing for policy and things like that, are the older ones. The one, and they're the ones who tell us that we can't have any younger people because younger people don't know anything, but they don't want to teach us anything, so that we can, uh, you know. And act things for ourselves. They want to. There's those. There's those people who say, "Oh, we have to be here forever, and we're going to somehow be magical fossils and be like whoever." Like I don't know if they think they're going to be like the tourist generation person who lives to 150. Because I, I don't know what they think that they're going to. You know, but that's what they act like because they don't want to have us do anything. They're like, "Oh well, if you're young, if you're new, you can't get anything done, so don't even try." That's what they do. Very, very, uh, you know, I don't want to say that's like Leo. That's just to me, it's just like old and stubborn. But take that for what you will. Um, this baby boomer generation. Now, mind you, when Virgo got into Pluto, was right in the right near the start of, or excuse me, when Pluto went into Virgo, was near also near the start of the civil rights movement. People started picking at things, picking apart things, pointing out problems and shit. Uh, pointing out problems and shit. Again, the 1950s, 50s through the 1960s. Now, if you listen to people, I am not a Republican at all by any means. I don't like them. I usually think they're, I tend to think they're demons half the time. Most, like, not all of them. I understand that not all of these people are bad people. But if you listen to what they're saying versus watching what they're doing, they're talking out one side and like they're talking out this side of their mouth and they're acting out the other side of their ass cheek. Like it, it it's they they really are not. You know, I I don't see them as honorable people generally for how they legislate things. So I I, I don't I don't see them as honorable people and I don't see them as, as even deserving a lot of respect for a lot of things that they um, put into action. So I'm just going to be honest about that. Put that out there. Take that for what you will as well. But during the civil rights movement, a lot of people know about civil rights movement. There's Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King Jr. Okay. Everybody knows about these things, especially the same people who will quote Martin Luther King Jr. 
um, don't even don't even support what he was fighting for. But they sit here and quote him all day long. But they don't even support what he was fighting for. So that tells you right there about the the kind of people and the quality of people that we deal with who will will spout a quote but don't have any type of action to back it up with. So during this, there, there's this whole movement here. Again, now if you're looking, um, or if you're with me trying to understand with American politics or, or where American the American system broke down, this um, was again the ending segregation where blacks and whites were very, very separate. Um, people being treated different for their race, for their color. Um, even, even, you know, colorism, it, it was, it's, it's still rampant, even though it shouldn't be, but it's, it, you know, it's still out there. They act like, there's another reason why I think, like, Republicans to me are kind of like demons, because it's like, they want to act like, oh, none of this shit even ever happened, or like, oh, well, you know, we're not like that now, but then they still act in the ways that, perpetuate the same bullshit that we've been fighting for however many like what it's over 70 years now 70 years has been fighting this shit so we don't don't tell them and that's from the separation that's not that's from the actual laws you know what i'm saying like it's been longer than that than people been fighting for it but that's like what people that's where a lot of people's mind frames are are thinking about it in the 70 years even though it's been longer than that because slavery existed longer than 70 years ago so and, and this is a passionate subject for me because if you uh, do watch the video for this podcast, the Living, uh, excuse me, um, the Shadowcast podcast on YouTube. Um, if you type in the Living Shadow on YouTube, you should probably see the episodes as well. But it, it, you know, um, if you look at me in the video, I'm black, so it's, it's kind of a it's a subject for me. As I said, um, I was born with my granny and my mother. Uh, the people who adopted me growing up during these times, these eras, literally, uh, like the mother who raised me is a baby boomer herself. This is why I, I talk about these people like this. Cause I, under, I can, I see, you know, uh, like if you deal with a baby boomer, your grandma, your great grandma, uh, you know, uh, if you're younger, if you're older, um, maybe just your straight up your parent. Um, and you see how they are. When they get stubborn and they don't want to um, do something or they want to act, you know, one type of way one day and the whole time. Well, that one just made me hurt. But anyway. <sighs> the civil rights movement came, you know, during this time. Right. And all about fighting for us to be equal. And we're still in a lot of fights to be equal. And I don't know under and I don't even understand why that's such a hard like there was never even a fight to take over. And this is the part that I really don't under, this is the part I don't get because especially with the Republican people, not all of them, but the majority of women that I've seen, they seem to take that as like a threat. Like equality is such a threat to them. Oh my gosh, if we make people be equal, then what do we have left? Dignity, possibly, if you actually tried to do that. I mean, what happened to these reparations? If y'all tried to give people reparations, maybe you would have some dignity left instead of just looking like a piece of disgusting slime to me. Or to a lot of us, a lot of us don't like. We just look at you like, what is wrong with you? Really, what's wrong with you? I really want like if you all, um, I my Twitter is the Living Shadow on Twitter at the Living Shadow on Twitter. Like if you want to tell me what the fuck is wrong with you, let me know. Like if you're a Republican and you want to tell me what the fuck is wrong with you, please let me know. I, I really want to know what the fuck is wrong with you. 
Like I I I I, I do. Like I'm not trying to like de- I'm not trying to demonize them, but shit, the way some of these policies are, y'all demonizing yourselves. So um now everybody knows about this movement, the civil rights movement. Everybody knows that people want things to just be um um equal. The, the the fighting for equality was such a big fight, such a huge, huge, huge fight for equality, mind you. I don't know why we have to fight so damn hard to just be treated equally, but apparently we have to. And at a certain point of where time even fighting to be treated equally, it starts to becoming fighting for dominance o- overall because equality was not, they don't want to give us equality. The only way it seems that we'll be able to get equality is if we take it from them. That's how they make it feel. So, Again, that was through 68. Now, another big war that happened for us was the Vietnam War. A lot of people are aware of the Vietnam War. That was, um, basically, they had off and on. It ended in 1975. That also was going on during the Civil Rights Movement. Again, so a lot of people nitpicking about the way things are run in this uh, Virgo um, plural generation a lot of nitpicking and changing of uh, one, like things have been done. As you see, as this Pluto moves or into a different sign, a whole bunch of shit changes. It doesn't move that often. It moves like thirty or something years about. But when it does get there, a whole bunch of change happens, which is why people keep talking about this age of Aquarius. Blah blah blah. blah. So this is like the history lesson of if you want to know when when shit changed, this is you know when shit started changing. Now, mind you, at the end of the civil rights movement. Um, the Vietnam War is still going on. Pluto then goes into Libra in the 70s. So a lot of people remember the 70s as being a big change for them, right? Um, people started, you know, and this is Libra energy. Libra energy is the air. People, you know, there's smoking involved. <laughs> for those who, you know, smoking, psychedelics. A lot of um, talk of peace and harmony, hippies. Because Libras want to keep balance, things like that, you know. People want to have some form of joy, have some form of 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 um, stability, have some form of balance in their lives. Now, I also want to point out with this as well, if you're looking for baby boomers, and especially if you want to evaluate the health, the mental health of baby boomers, sometimes look at Trump. There's one right there. And you tell you about a toxic Leo generation person, you have to look no further than the former president. Okay. And yes, former president. Because he show ain't now. I don't know why these people be thinking that he is president now. I don't know what kind of book they read or whatever. But y'all got the wrong. This is why we have to do history lessons because these people want to act so slow. And so, like, there was literally news about teachers teaching that Trump was supposed to still be president. I don't know. Like, to me, they need to be fired because how are you just going to teach children wrong information like that? But whatever. We don't. I'm. 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 We keep moving on. But Libra generation, Li, Pluto in Libra, a lot of talk about balance, balancing out things, da, 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 making things better. Now near the end of that started the uh, millennials generation, where there was seventy, excuse me, seventy three plus million births for that generation. So, um, again, a lot of births happening. It's not 
I don't feel like it's as much because of it, it's a big jump from being from one million to the the next generation was twenty million. That's the one that uh, Biden was in, and going from there to seventy. To me, that's a big, huge jump between one twenty-seven. Sorry, y'all. I don't know what um where I left off at on that part for it being um cut off, but. Again, I would like to encourage you to watch the video for the Shadowcast podcast so you can get it without it being cut off. I'm so, like, I'm trying to be cool with it, but I'm just sick and tired of me trying to make content. And when I make content, the recorder gets cut off in the middle of me making content. I don't know who the fuck is trying to stop me, but I, I like, ooh, 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 ooh. You, if you have been trying to stop me from recording this podcast, however which way you've been trying to do it, you do not let me. Do not let me see you face to face. I'm just going to say that because that's that pisses me all the way off. So, millennials, born in the '80s all the way through the '90s, that's what we consider that generation to be. That is the tail end of the Libra. Pluto generation, Libra Pluto was actually one of the shortest um, times Pluto was in a sign. And we go to the Scorpio generation, which is actually the shortest time out of all of these that Pluto was in a sign. I don't know. Pluto rules Scorpio, so it's funny to me that they were um, short. Is like It was shortly in that sign or in that um, science energy. But this is the generation of people who were meant to change things, right? So, as you see things, like, slowly evolving, Scorpio is supposed to come to bring the more quick evolution, the quick involvement, the quick changes, things like that. Now, of course, if you look at what our history has become, that has been stifled by the Leo generation, mainly of all, the baby boomers. That has been stifled mostly by those people. Um, if so, I want to bring this over to another um, point in this. You know, if we look at minimum wage, minimum wage was like federally uh, it was federally established uh, before the seventies. But when we get to like a, some sort of common ground, excuse me, between um, different types of workers making the same amount. Um, it was about it was about 1977, right? So now, mind you, 1977, we just got through with the Vietnam War. Now, I don't know why some something about it keeps making me feel like these people who are war hawks, these people who really want like who are like craving war, like the way they were craving war, um, may just feel like the only way they can get a change to happen in society is if they fight in a war somewhere. I don't know why they feel that way, but again, this is Aquarius generation is coming up to China and tell them, uh, no, honey, we you, you can change things a whole different way. You don't have to try and go to a whole other war to fight people for no freaking reason for that. Okay. Um, but again, minimum wage in 1977, $2.30. So this is right after that war. This is right before millennials even started being born, Right. Um, around the age that we count as millennials, it got up to being $3.35. And I'm going to go through this whole entire uh, breakdown here in a moment, but I just want that to be known. So it, it rose about a dollar in the in those um, four years. So after the Vietnam War, before we started getting the millennial generation, that you know they had minimum wage, it was about 
uh, at the beginning of the millennials uh, coming in here, $3 an hour. So imagine making $3 an hour if you were a young person now. What the fuck do you do? Of course, things didn't cost as much because, uh, you know, during this during this time, we still have had inflation, mind you. So I, 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 like, I want to put this and drive this home when I start talking about this uh, uh, stuff going on later on in life because it's like, what the fuck, okay? Um, then we get to Middle Eastern Wars, Iraq, Afghanistan from 2001 all the way to 2021 for uh, like 20 years of battling who for what. And we, most of us don't even know why the fuck people were fighting. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, most of us don't even know why the fuck people were fighting. The, the general consensus and understanding was for oil and coal and gas, the same um, chemicals that are destroying our planet we were fighting to get because we still depending upon them. Now, mind you, if you also know your history, back in the, I believe, 70s or the 80s, they had electric cars made then. They were not nearly um, the same type of electric cars that were um, available, that we have available now. But they had started things like that, and they got stuffed out and snuffed out by our economy, by our um, government, by our legislature, by um, GM and big business and things like that because they were different and they were innovative. As I said before, with baby boomers trying to stop us from having any type of progression. They, want, they just want everything to just die with them. I don't know why they want everything to just die with them. I don't know if it's just the selfishness. They just like okay, so we we were born into the world and now it's ours, and you all will never enjoy any moment of it ever for the rest of your lives. I, I like I I don't know what that is. That that's what that's how they come off to me. That's the that's the that's the aura that they tend to exude, especially when the way they act for a lot of things. Um. So now, mind you, they had all these wars going on, all this different stuff going on, right? Um. Sagittarius. Pluto went in Sagittarius in the 1995, all the way to 2008. If you know, 2008 was a big change for a lot of people as well. A lot of people got um, technology. Um, the iPhone came out, I think, in 2007. Android was out in like 2000, into like 2007, 2008. I think it was the like first Android phone came out in 2008. So people started getting cell phones now. We started getting more interconnected. Internet became a thing. You know, right before the Capricorn generation. Where Pluto went in Capricorn. So, and Capricorn is all the way into the 2020, 2024, basically 2023, 2024. So, we still have this Aquarius energy coming up here. Um, Pluto moving into Aquarius. Um, that's still happening. Now, um, I'm going to put that like the Capricorn Pluto generation, um, Pluto in Capricorn is. If you know Tarot, um, I can pull out. I may pull out the card here. Hold on. It is the Devil card in Tarot. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that oh my God, people who are born there are evil or anything like that. It just means that this is this uh, conformity, this uh, fear, temptation. What is this? This 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 scarcity. This this maze mindset, right? And I, I say maze mindset because it's like everybody wanted to be trapped in the maze together. Like, um, here we go. For those watching the video, I'm holding up the devil card. Um, 
this is this is that everybody wants to be doing the same thing. Everybody's on the same wave thing, right? Because um, Aquarius, right after that, brings individuality. Capricorn is more like um, discipline, disciplinarian, Saturn energy. Uh, you know, nose to the grindstone type thing. So people in that energy during this time, you know, you'll see a lot of things like happen during this time that like put people. We kept having a lot of more collective group events in history, more collective group events and and, and things like that. Uh, we had lots of technology advances. Everybody was on the same wave. You know, the news story would come out and everybody would be like reading the same news stories or uh, participating in like conversations about things. This is that this is like I don't, I don't want to say it's, it was like it's like hell season. But, <laughs> I mean, it kind of can feel like that some type of ways. Now, I want it also to be known that the last time minimum wage was raised was at the beginning of this Capricorn era, back in 2000. And, uh, well, last time it was raised was in 2009. Again, Capricorn, Pluto started 2008. So that's the last time it was raised at the beginning of this. And we're near the end of it. And it still has not been raised since the beginning of the time this is in here. Let that sink in real fast. Th 12 to 13 years. 13 years. Now, I'm going to go through all the increases from 1977 until 2009, when the last time it was increased, 2009. So, from 1977, it was $2.30. Two years later, in 1979... It rose 60 cents to $2.90. cents. One year later, in 1980, it went to being $3.10. Another year later, it went up to being $19.81. So, as you can kind of see, they had a little pattern here of going about 20, 30 cents, you know, a year. Going up. About 20, 30 cents a year. So, after that 1991, or excuse me, 1981... It took another nine years before they raised it again, another forty-five cents to being eight dollars and fifty. Excuse me, three dollars and eighty cents. Oh my gosh! See now I can't even. <laughs> it's like bothering me so bad I can't even read the numbers right. So uh, <laughs> okay, so again, nineteen seventy-seven, two thirty, seventy-nine, two ninety, eighty, three ten, eighty-one, three thirty-five. Now, nine years later, in 1990, it was $3.80. Now, they did start making bigger increases since then, where 1991, the year after that, it became $4.25. So, for those doing the math, that is another $0.45 cent increase. Um, then, five years later, it went up $0.50. Cents. So, again, about $0.10 cents a year. But it didn't, it didn't happen in that way. In 1970, 1976, um, it was $4.75. So, and again, for the people who don't know, 1991 would be Scorpio generation. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, yeah, 1991 would be Scorpio generation. 1990 would be Scorpio generation. We see the, another bigger jump in that. I just want to put that out there. Um, again, this was... After all of these fights and movements and wars and things, right? We had the millennials come up, and that's when they start, you know, you start seeing it 
right before millennials happen, you start seeing minimum wage really start like coming up a little bit. But nine years between 81 and 90 was the previous biggest um, jump for that time, right? Now we have 1996, five years after 1991, where it was 4.25. In 1996, it gained 50 cents to 4 dollars and 75 cents. So again, imagine trying to live in 4 dollars and 75 cents, even as, even in the 90s, right? Like I was born for this. This is the time I was alive in the 90s. It was a little baby, but you know, whatever. Uh, you know, just putting it out there. 1997, the next year, it went up to $5.15. Now, um, for trivia, for those people who also don't know, Georgia still has that $5.15 for their state minimum in 2021. Now, if you want to hear how something pathetic is, I, I, try living in Atlanta on $5 an hour. How the fuck are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. Now, this... Uh, now, this actually, uh, before we remember, we had the nine-year gap. We had the nine-year gap from um, 1981 to 1990, where it increased by 45 cents. Now, we have another 10-year gap between 1997 and 2008. Or excuse me, 2007. Between 1997 and 2007. We have a 10-year gap. Where it before it increased again and it increased by seventy cents, so it went from five fifteen to five eighty five in that ten years. Now, mind you, as we're talking about all of this stuff, again, inflation has gone up while this minimum wage has not. So things have caught been costing and costing and costing more during the times where we were getting less and less and less money. So. This has been a long stretch of history. This is not something new. This is not something that has magically sprung upon us. This is not something that people should not already know or already be prepared for if you were old enough to have lived through these times. You know, we, we know these things. We know these things have happened. We know that um, minimum wage has not increased. And we also know that um, inflation has increased. So... We know there's a big contrast, a big divide there in increasing prices without increasing wages. There's, there's a, you know, that that's literally creating a poverty um, environment. And again, this is the time a year. If you're looking at a lot of these politicians, a lot of these baby boomers got into the office around these years. Within like that 10-year gap, a lot of these politicians got into office. If you look at them, like we're talking about some of the same people who have been around since I was born, before I was born. I again want to mention Jim Clyburn, who's been there since this entire time. That's just one example of a person who I know because I looked it up before. You know, there's other people who have done that, but just, you know, in the National um, Black Caucus, in there, all this time, a lot of years, a lot of years, and very minimum change. So. Next, we go to 2007. After this 10-year gap, 10 years without a big increase, and it gets increased to $5.85. The next year, it goes up another 70 cents to $6.55. The next year after that, $7.25. 2009, where, we currently, where it currently stands today, in 2021, the same price as stood at in 2009. 
12 years later. Still the same. Now, when I did the math here, I had to put this on the other page, my bad. Because when I did the math here, we got to if I if if we had kept going with that same train of it being increased by seventy cents um, every year for those ten uh, for those twelve years, we would be at a sixteen dollar minimum wage. Now we have a fight for 15 right now. If we had just kept the same pace of going 70 cents a year that they had started back in 2007, they did it for a couple years and they just decided to stop. I don't know why. What happened to them? Did they get bumped on the head? I don't know. But if they had kept that going, we would have been at $16 right now for a minimum wage. Now a $16 minimum wage, $16.45 to be exact, if in 2021, um, in 2022, it would have been uh, $17.00. And um, seventeen dollars and fifteen cents. So, just want to put point that out there. If we had kept that going, it would have been you know we wouldn't have to be fighting for this to get it increased. It would have already been like a set in stone thing if they had done it back then. It, it may not even we may not have even had so many issues with with minimum wage and things like that, or people getting paid had they had taken the action back then. And they still want to sit there and claim that, oh my gosh, well, I don't know if we can take action now. We've got to wait for another like 10 years before we get some people some help as inflation has still gone up. I see major problems with that ideology. But, you know, again, American history, the people want to be known for being toxic. I don't know why these Congress members get into Congress just to be known as the people being the people who don't want to help anybody. But they seem to get up there and want to be known for the to uh, be the people who aren't helping people or being known as the people who are literally actively trying to stifle and, and hurt people and, and make sure they end up broke and poverty And whenever they hear these terrible stories about people not having any money for anything, they want to be like, they want to stand up and be like, I'm the one who caused that. Yay me. Look at Mitch McConnell. Set up and got off camera and told everybody he did not want to uh, pay anybody anything. Oh yeah, I want you all to be broken homeless. And they and they think, and they think they're the hero. I don't know how they, they they're clearly being the villain, acting like the villain, and yet they want to claim hero status. Disgusting. So, and I'm going to get out my handy dandy calculator yet again, because so I want you to see my calculations as I'm calculating them in your face. If you are watching this video, if you are not, I want you to hear me press the calculator through the microphone. So sixteen dollars forty five cents times forty hours a week for a regular work week or a full time work week is six hundred and fifty eight dollars a week. Now when I was looking up jobs today, I seen some offering three hundred and sixty dollars a week, which is you know I've seen people offering half, like basically half of this and they're trying to be like, oh my gosh, don't you want to work here? No. Okay, that's weekly, right? So now, again, if you see the six, six, $658 a week, right? Now, if you times that by four weeks for a month, they get you the $2,632 a month before taxes. Okay, 
Get that in your notebook, people. $2,632 a month before taxes for people to live on. Now, if you take the taxes out, that will probably be about really like $2,000, maybe 200 because they take taxes out of a lot of stuff, right? But now we times that by 12 for 12 months for a whole annual salary. That will be 30000 31000 excuse me, $584 annually. Now, if you listen to the podcast I made previously about corporate cash control, I talk about this is what most Americans are uh, around a $30,000 range, and they're not particularly happy. They're still struggling to get their stuff paid um, and bills and things like that. Because, again, inflation has gone up. This is This would be if... They increased and had this minimum for $16 an hour. Most places are not even offering $16 an hour. So this is like, this would be if they had just done this and, and kept it going. We'd, have, we'd still be in a struggle spot, but a lot more people would be in a higher position. It would be a lot less people struggling as hard as they are. So um, I want to put that out there. Now, mind you, um, again, if you listen to that corporate cash episode I had, a politician, the same politician that we're talking about, uh, specifically the two, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, who are holding up the Build Back Better agenda. Part of that agenda had a $15 minimum wage inside of that. They're making $90 an hour on salary and still collecting donations. I literally looked up their salary. They're, the, they're that person who, they're the people who make the $174,000 annually, which breaks down to being about 3000 a week over $3,000 a week and $90 an hour. And they're the ones actively telling us that we can't increase the minimum wage to get people to have one, like what one fifth of the amount that they make as they're walking around begging for money. And even if they're not begging for it, they're getting it from what other rich Republican donors like, like I just want that to be known. Okay. You guys. So, now, I, I, the reason why I bring up the, the population control and things like that is because, as I said before, the cost of living has not gone down. The cost of living has gone up while the uh, money that people can make um, has not increased. So if you want to bring children into this world, number one, is this is a, crazy, a lot of uncertainty as to how your child is going to grow up. We have lots of fights in the bases about how to make um, education and uh, uh, programs uh, more affordable, if not just free, as they should be free, you should get a free education. Um, because people were like, well, people, and, and this is the thing, these baby boomers, like, well, you know, we had so many kids. These people aren't having kids like, like we did. Like, no, because we can't afford to. Literally cannot afford it. And you made, you made that, you made that your stance. You made people unwelcome. Um, if you guys are, Unaware, a lot of a lot of the changes happening. There's been a lot of gay people, um, a lot of gay rights movements, lots of of people who may not even want to fornicate with the opposite sex. And not to say that it didn't happen before, but lots of times people felt pressured to do so before because that was a society norm. Now this generation does not feel as pressured. They being more authentic to who they are as as people, so they don't feel as pressured to do that. A lot of people who, uh, I, you know, there's so many stories out there of people who have kids and then they, you know, end up being gay afterward, and all these people are like, oh my god, it's so like a tragic story or whatever because they like they were just trying to cover up and hide themselves to fit into society. 
they're not doing that as much anymore. So that's a that's a drop off with kids. Um, but this, this price thing is also a big drop off with kids because again, the people who the grandkids, the great the great or excuse me, the grandparents and the great grandparents out there running the country do not want to see people be able to afford to have a child. They don't even pay you for the damn medical uh, uh, expenses to have a kid. If you look at now, they have a. Um, I don't know if this is an in, I know this is an American thing with the hospitals where if you are not vaccinated they don't even give you your child if you have a child right now. They don't even want to give you your own kid. Like I don't know why they think that I I get it like you know you want people to get vaccinated but like at the same time it's their freaking kid. Like um so now again we're talking about this fluid generation, right? As I'm talking about this health stuff. <laughs> this is like the hell this hell area for Capricorn and Pluto or excuse me, Pluto and Capricorn for two thousand eight and all the way up until now as I'm currently recording this in twenty twenty one for a couple more years we still got um we still kinda have this like a you know, a couple more years we still kinda have this. So hopefully I mean I can hope wish and pray it'll change um at some way uh, uh, before this, or you know, before it gets to be, we get actually into Aquarius season. Like it, to me, I feel like it's so pathetic to me if we get into a, the Aquarius Pluto. If we get into Pluto, get into Aquarius, and in twenty twenty three. Now, mind you, I said twenty twenty three. There's retrogrades and things like that, so I'm not going to try and get too deep into it. But if you're wondering why some of these dates are overlapping, it's because there's retrogrades that happen, and people are counting retrogrades in there because when retrogrades they go back to like the previous sign um planetary spins and gravitational pulls and things like that i'm not going to be too sciencey today but um i i, I want to be more mathy than sciencey because the math i feel like is, is the part that is is killing us uh you know because these i don't know if these people don't know math anymore if they're raised in what the education system that they're not trying to improve and that's the math that they got and then they don't want to improve it so people have better math than them. This is that's that's that, you know. We talk about uh, I talked about Leo generation because I'm saying that they're the type of people who are like, I want you to be good, just not better than me. I want you to exist, but just don't, you know, I want you to um I want you to improve, but don't improve past where I'm at. That's the energy that they um, kind of exude. Like you, I, I, it's not that I don't want you to fail. It's not that I want you to fail. I want you to succeed. I just don't want you to be more successful than I am. And these are the people who are running the country. So they effectively create a system that is like that. They have people who can become successful, but they're very against people becoming more successful than more successful than them. If there's any chance that someone might become more successful than them, or might have an easier life, and they had it, here they come wanting to fight it. You shouldn't have it that easy because I didn't have it easy. So you shouldn't have it easy either. Like that's the whole reason why you got that job was to make life easier for the people, your the next generation, and you're not doing it. Like quit, really, just quit. So I, I say all this to say that this has been a long history of of changes happening when these shifts happen. So I don't 100 percent can't tell you 100 percent what's going to happen when Pluto switches into Aquarius, but um. Aquarius is a sign of government, and Pluto is a sign of change. Uh, Aquarius is very uh, governmental, very um, society changing. They're, they're humanitarians. They have a different uh, like thought process about things. Uh, uh, we, we, we put more emphasis on human and environment. You see, climate change has been a big thing. 
you know, it's, it, it's, it's, and, and the climate has been dying because these people have not been, you know, worried about it. So it's like you have to have Aquarius come in because somebody needs to worry about that shit. So I, 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 what I want to point out is that there's big changes coming. So if you see, you see a lot of craziness, this is why. This has been a long time coming. It's not a new thing. It's not a, it's not a fresh pop-up, like, I don't know, like, you know, you, you know how people have, like, overnight sensation or whatever? It's not an over... This is not an overnight sensation. This has been happening for a long time. The... the If people are mad about um, wages and things like that, that's been a long time, 12 years since without increase, right? So, mind you, inflation and the price of things have gone up during that time, including baby things. Now, it was expensive to have a baby damn near my whole life, I've seen. It was expensive to have a baby. So... Imagine now it's even is like getting worse in this world where there's shootings every two seconds because people don't have gun control. Like you know, it, there's, there's a lot of reasons why people may not want to have a kid. It's just the environment that there's been set. People do not want to have kids. People are not having as many kids. Um, it's been clear people are not even desiring kids because why would you want to bring up a kid in this corrupt system? Again, we, uh, um, as as a brown person, brown black person, African American. If you see this video, you see my skin color is not white. My teeth are, but the rest of me ain't. Um, <laughs> uh, like, if you like, and I talked about how it's been over seventy years. We were still fighting racism, colorism. Why would I want to bring a kid knowing this is still going on? This is still going on for however many years. And this is the more civilized version of the fight. We've had slavery. We have to, uh, like, you know, we're, we're in the more, the civil rights movement. We're in the more civilized version of this fight. And we're still going on. Why would I want to bring a, a black and brown kid who has my, you know, like that into this world, knowing they're going to have to really fight for their lives constantly? Because they still are. Ahmed Aubrey died. Police officers d d killing people. You, you know how many names we can list? George Floyd. Trayvon Martin. There's so many names we can list of these people who just who just died. Who got murdered. Who were killed because of the skin color. That's the main reason. That's the main reason. You can fight and argue with whatever you want to, but you don't see them killing the white people like they're killing the black people. For no freaking reason. You just don't see them. You don't see them doing it. And if, and if they are killing white people, usually it was a white person that done it. So, I'm bringing this up to say that we still have a lot of problems here. It's not everything is not solved, and the, in the understanding that I, I think these people don't understand, it's like, oh well, maybe their problems are solved in their rich hoity-toity houses again. They're 174,000 a year, ninety dollars an hour, ninety, ninety, ninety dollars an hour. Their problems may all be solved. I don't know, but. It, it leads me to believe that if they're so hell-bent on destroying us, another way they're trying to destroy us is financially. Financially destroying us and financially crippling our lines and generations so that we don't have kids, so that we cannot afford to have a kid. If you're in 2021 right now um, and you feel like you cannot afford to have yourself or take care of yourself, why are you going to be going out there trying to produce a child? And if you feel like you can't fund yourself off of the $7 minimum wage, why are you going to go out there and try to fund raising a child? Again, 
the generations are supposed to be getting smarter, more intelligent. So I, I understand that the, the Leo generation may not be intelligent enough to understand that math, that if prices are going up and wages are not, that people have less money. So they can't they don't have as much money to afford having the kids that you complain that they're not they're not having or buy the houses that they're complaining that they're not they're not buying or or watch the cable that they're complaining that they don't have or like you know things like that. It's like literally people don't have the money. Like you know how many people are depressed? We're going into another great depression. After all of this stuff, we've had great depressions. Okay? Prohibition, that right after that time, the greatest generation, the 1930s, the Great Depression. That's where the greatest generation comes from, the name, the Great Depression. This was during this time. People were depressed, and they started a whole other war. Or they got into a whole other war. I just had depression and anger. Because depression is anger turned inward. So now when they start expressing the anger, they go to war. We're not trying to go to war. We're trying to be better than what we were. So allow us to be fucking better. And they're so uh, uh, hell-bent on stifling us from being better. And I know, and, and, and I don't even, like, I'm not trying to blame uh, anybody. I'm not, I, you know, I don't, even want to, I don't even put the blame on Joe Biden at all, to be honest. I really don't. Because I see he actually, you know, put uh, plans together for stuff to, to actually help us. Now, whether um, if they're as helpful as they should be, that's a whole other debate. But at least he's trying. But, as, again, the oldest president in history was born during that greatest generation. Lived through... The majority of the things that I'm talking about today live through all of these changes. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, you know, I want to I, I put that out there, too, because, like, if you... These people who have been in Congress have seen the damage that they've caused over the years. I'm, I'm hoping, wishing, praying that they've actually paid attention to the, to the work that they've done and the damage that they've caused over the years. Because if they haven't, then we have an even bigger problem than what I thought. But uh, I want to put out there that spiritually, people can become bankrupt. We don't even know where to deal. We become spiritually bankrupt over these years because we don't even have. We're so stressed out and worried about how to survive. We're not. We're not learning how to live and how to thrive. We're trying to figure out how to survive. Okay, it, your your spirit gets diminished if you're not able to really focus on what you want to do if you're so busy trying to figure out how you're going to make it to the next day or how you're going to afford the next the next month's rent payment, which, again, they've gone up without the wages going up. What the fuck? Like, we literally have had to have a fight over should people get evicted or not because they can't afford to pay something instead of having a fight over just, or not even a fight, instead of just giving them fucking more money to be able to pay for their fucking rent. Like, I, I, I need y'all to really grasp this. I understand, especially the older generation, it may be hard. They are very, very averse to change. They are very, very averse to change. We're about to be into our next fixed sign era. So, again, I, I'm in a fixed sign era. The, the Pluto generation, excuse me, Scorpio Pluto generation. Baby boomers and the Leo Pluto generation. This is fixed signs. They're very fixated on not changing something. So, and this Scorpio side, excuse me, Scorpio Pluto, we're very fixated. Millennials are very fixated on changing things. So it's like a big battle here between people who don't want to change anything and people who want to change everything. And then we have Aquarius who's just basically want to, like, uh, those kids are going to have to grow up. And then where are they, where, where are they, what world are they going to experience? Are they still going to have a $7.25 minimum wage 30 years later? 
because we still we're still fighting with these people who don't want to move anywhere, who want to just be galactic, uh, great uh, giant uh, glaciers and, and change. And they they and the thing about it was that pisses me off. And the reason why I want to make this podcast is because I see so many times where they say that this glacial change is the right way to go. And they don't even make it. They don't, like, they don't even change anything. Like, oh my god. If you looked at um, back in this race, back in the 2012 race and 2016, we, what Hillary Clinton was up there talking about minimum wage increases, right? Now, mind you... Oh, if we go slow and do this really slow change and we get up to like, what, like $11, $12 an hour, it'll be so much easier to get past and it hasn't even gotten past yet. So the slow glacial change ain't working. It ain't got us nowhere. Now, I'd rather have something, uh, an increase of something than, than not have anything. Um, I was watching this other interview of Kirsten Cinema who kept saying, like, you know, this stuff is just inadequate. We have, um, a, we, I fought against this because it was, it, was, it was a change, but it was inadequate change. How inadequate is nothing? Nothing is, is hugely inadequate to me. So can we change something? Like, why are you trying to block? Uh, uh, it, it, I get it. If It may not be enough. I don't think 15 is enough. I think we need to go straight to 20. Personally, $20 minimum wage. But, again, 15 is something. If, if you think, I, I, yes, I think 15 is inadequate. I do. I think it's inadequate for uh, for what we got going on here. For what we got now, as I said, if they kept going for sixty cents, excuse me, seventy cents, um, a year from the two thousand nine, we'd have been at sixteen dollars and forty five cents by now. We've been past that fifteen, and I think I believe that is inadequate for fifteen dollars a minimum hour, uh, uh, minimum wage for fifteen dollars an hour. It's inadequate, but it's better than not than the seven dollars that we at. It's way better than seven dollars. So, um, I- I'd rather take the in- inadequate fifteen than to be stuck with a seven. Uh, math. I I don't know. If we need to like reeducate people. Y'all don't try not to have free education. Blah blah blah. But it it it's hard to get that in your. It, it's hard to deal with the spirit because we have so many stressful traumatic situations and a lot of this is comes from us dealing with people situations and things the people who have had kids now tend to have uh fucked out of uh trying to alleviate stress and end up having a kid not really a planned kid like you know we talk about republicans who claim that they want life to be out there but they, they kill planned parenthood they're actively legislating against this, but they don't want you to have an abortion. So if you if you fuck around and do have a kid that you don't want to raise into this world because you don't you think about the quality of life of the child and not just of your own selfishness and wanting to be in, in control of somebody's body, then you know you may have the abortion. But they are against that too. But again, what what quality of life is this child going to live in the society that these people are crafting and creating? I don't think they even think about that. What happens in 2050, when the way they're going, we might we might have an, a minimum wage increase because this has again been the longest in history. And the way these people are acting right now, I don't I don't I I don't have much faith. So um, I, I don't want to raise my kid, or I don't want to have a kid and raise a kid in a, in an area in a land that is very faith deprived. I don't want to raise a, a kid in an area that is spiritually bankrupt. 
that will bankrupt this person, that bankrupt my child's spirit. If I had, like, if I had a human kid, I have cat kids, little, little fur babies. But if I had, like, a human kid, I would not want to, I wouldn't want to have a human kid. I, I still don't, like, to this day, but, you know, whatever. I, the point I'm trying to make is that it's a combination of things, but financially it's been, like, the biggest one because at least you can afford, like, you can't even afford it. What are you going to do? Like, you and your baby going to live in a car somewhere? I gave that example back a couple episodes ago in the podcast. Like, you're going to, uh, I think it was Lynch the Lion Losers. You're going to, like, people ending, like, raising a kid in the car because they can't afford a house. They can't afford rent. Like, that, that's the that's the environment you're raising. You're trying to raise a kid in a car because cause you live in the car and you can't afford to pay rent. You may be able, hopefully you can afford to pay for your car. They don't want you, like, if, if you want to get a decent job to be able to make it somewhere, you want to, they, they want you to get a college degree without, uh, who the fuck can afford to go to college? Nobody I know is even trying to go to college. Like, I was cracking up. They had a Bob's Burger episode that said 50 cents for a college, like, 50 cents in the college fund. If y'all doing that, then you might as well just forget it. Might as well just forget it. This is what we're going to. I don't know if they have not painted this picture yet, but if you look back through time, this has been the least progressive we've been in this Capricorn age. Honestly, for um, as far as our government, this has been the least progressive the government has been in a lot of different things. It's, it's slow moving and, and, and just toxic. And who is running it? These baby boomers. Those are the main people running it now. So it leads me to believe that oh my gosh, so it's toxic because we got these old we got these old stubborn, uh, prideful people who don't want to change anything and who don't want to they don't want anybody to be smarter than they are. That's what we got going on. So again, I I you know, if you're wondering why things are the way they are, if you listen to this um, sometime in the future and you wonder why you know. Uh, your parents, if you are a little kid, if you listen to this sometime in the future, and you always wonder, like, why are my parents so, like, always wondering why we can't pay for anything or this is that, or why we had to grow up in the car, or why I had to wear the same shirt for, like, five days in a row? It's because they don't want to give us no more fucking money. I want that to be no. I want that to be on their heads. I hope they hear. I hope they. I hope they understand and recognize that the reason why a shirt, a child may wear the same shirt for five days in a row, is not neglectful parents. It's neglectful legislation. Because they don't want to raise minimum wage so the, so the parent can be able to afford to buy the child more clothes. And this is not a new problem. And again, if you are a person of color, they end up paying you less. Lots of times. If you, you know, uh, we've talked about it being for women. They pay women less for the same job they do. They pay a man. It's a quality thing. It's not a new fight. It's a fight that's just getting way too old and way too tired. The fact that it's not new, it's the problem. It's getting way too old and way too tired. And it's getting way too um, irritating, frustrating, and it's pissing off so many people. Like, they're not going to keep their anger inwards too much longer. If they have, you know, for the people, a lot of them haven't already. 
You see it out there. If you watch the news and things like that, you'll see it out there. If you go out and deal with people, you feel the energy change. People are not um, happy or satisfied. We're coming upon a next Great Depression right now. It's happening currently. People are depressed from the pandemic. People are still depressed. Depression has risen in studies. It was at 8% before. It is now near 30% of people depressed. That is a huge leap. 8% before the pandemic, damn near 30% afterward. I think, it's, uh, I think it's about 27. I have to look it back up again. But I believe it's about 27% um, since the pandemic now are, are um, depressed. That's a big leap. Three times as many, three times as many percent of people depressed. And they seem to not be doing anything to alleviate it. So if you're wondering why I'm upset about it, this is why. Spirit, you know, I, I deal with, I, I'm a medium. I, this is one of the longer episodes, okay, but I'm a medium. I deal with ancestors and stuff like that. And sometimes when these deceased people want to talk about something that's going on, and it's like you, you try to, you had to explain to this what world that we're in now. The world has not progressed as much as they thought it was going to progress. You know, from the other side, they're looking in thinking that we, you know, things have things would be better, that the efforts weren't wasted as much. But the reality where we're at right now is that a lot of them, you know, I don't want to say that, but I, I've, it, they feel like their efforts have been wasted in, in some ways and shapes and forms, you know? So, uh, uh, we got to fix this shit. We just got to fix it. We got to fix it. This is for me to calm myself down, y'all. Because, like I said, it does it does get to be a lot. But especially going through and dealing with this and looking at these numbers and living through this. It's like, you know, I talk about these numbers and things like that. But, I, I, you know, realize that I am a person just like everybody else. I'm living through this shit. I have to deal with these and make these decisions and make uh, moves and plans and, and adjustments based off of the things that have been presented to me in this world. And seeing that and knowing that for myself, I can't rightfully in my right mind say, oh, I need to bring a kid into this world so they can have the same struggles and same issues and same uh, 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 learning how to survive that I had to learn. I don't want to bring a kid into this world to have to learn how to survive. If I were to bring a kid into this world, I want that kid to be happy, not learn how to fucking survive and, and how to rummage through whatever to get some food or, or because they want to keep raising inflation but not wages. That That is a real, a very real thing for me, a very real fear. I, it, like, uh, I'm putting it out there for whatever it's worth to whoever it's worth. But, um, you know, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm not going to pull any cards today. Um, I'm just going to end it because it is um, a rather long episode. But I do want to thank every single one of you for listening if you have listened to this far. And I want to remind you once again that if you have listened to this far throughout this entire podcast, the politicians who are representing us who are causing these issues are making ninety they've made ninety dollars during the time that I have recorded this and the minimum wage is still seven. So if you're working minimum wage, you've made seven dollars, they have made ninety. Ninety ninety dollars to your seven during the, the hour that you've listened to this. And they still beg for money from corporate donors. To help destroy the world for their lack of change in climate and help produce uh, more more struggle for you in your life. 
So I do want to thank you all for listening. This has been The Living Shadow. Assassination. Bye, y'all.